0: Hey there, powerful soul. Welcome to volume two of the Grow It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald. Here on the Grow It podcast, I share personal stories and the stories of others as we are growing through the journey of creating the life, love, and legacy of our dreams our way. Tune in as you may feel inspired to evolve into the best version of yourself. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode here on the Growth Through It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald. And today I want to talk to you all about the difference between co rumination versus co regulation. And the reason I want to have this conversation is because I have noticed as a coach, as a mother, as a wife, as a friend (laughs) in my relationships with other people, essentially how there is a stark difference between the two and how one keeps us trapped in a story that does not serve us best none whatsoever and how the other actually helps us to experience calm, regulated emotions so that we are moving through difficult challenges and getting to the other side. In fact, this past weekend, the Mr. And I had an experience together where we were, were it wasn't him. It was me co-regulating. Okay. Let me keep it real. <laughs> I needed to co regulate. Okay. I was really emotionally activated, expressing some frustrations with him about different things. And one thing that I have noticed in our relationship is our ability to have hard chats in a in a way that I find we have found some ways that work best for us. And one of those ways is through walking and talking. And so I actually made a post about this last week where I shared a little candidly how we had a hard chat and how we walk and talk when we have these hard chats and the reason that i do this for one is because going outside in nature i always feel closer to god i always feel more supported as a human as a woman just being out in god's creation also when we are actively walking while talking moving our bodies energy and emotions get to flow through us rather than getting stuck inside of us. And what's interesting is because if if you sit a lot, like for instance, if you sit at a desk all day long, or if you work from home and you're always sitting while working and you don't have any sacred practices, as I call it, because I believe in mind, body, soul practices. But if you don't have any practices where you're moving your body, Emotions get trapped and stored in the hips. And what I find interesting is that people want to sit down to have hard conversations with whomever, their partner, their friend, their whomever. And there's nowhere for those emotions and energy to flow through. So what I love about the walking and talking that we do is there's actually some co-regulation that's happening. So let me go in and and define what these terms mean so that y'all know what the heck I'm talking about. And then we'll come back to the conversation. Okay. So co-rumination is where you are rehearsing a story and it's keeping you stuck. Okay. Like you are literally just, it's to me, it's like venting on 10. Like you're just venting. There is no solution oriented conversation you're not reaching a place of regulation in your body with your emotions and your energy. You're literally just rehearsing a story that is not serving you best, keeping you stuck and pushing you further and further away from what it is that you desire to be do and half. Okay. That's co-rumination. Co-regulation, however, is where you are with someone, feeling relaxed, basically sharing their calm, right? Like this person's relaxed, they're regulated, and they're calm. While you could be in the midst of some intense disempowering emotions, and you're in an experience that's warm, responsive, empathetic, and it feels supportive, okay? And so this could be uh, with a coach, you know, I coach people, right? And so when I'm showing up to my coaching calls, I'm in a calm, regulated state. I actually intentionally do different embodiment exercises before I either coach or facilitate a teaching or a program or what have you so that my nervous system is calm and regulated so that I can facilitate co-regulation with my clients and my students. Okay. Because if I show up to a coaching call or to a training or a teaching all dysregulated, guess what? I don't get to co-facilitate a co-regulation opportunity where someone else could come into my calm, my groundedness, my centeredness and process and dissipate any disempowering emotions and energies that they're experiencing in their body. And, and, And there is no effective coaching that can happen if that person is not regulated. Okay. But actually the same rings true in our relationships. And so one thing that Mr. And I realized very early on in our journey was the importance of expressing when one of us needs to take a pause, when we are activated to the point where we can't have a constructive, conscious conversation with each other, that's going to lead to solutions a resolve. And, and I have really had to step up my conscious communication in, the, in this relationship You know, we're entering our ninth year together this year and the growth I have experienced personally just in this relationship, not including any other category in my life, has been phenomenal. And I believe a big reason for that is, is because the deeper I was going in my own personal growth and development, I was starting to see how I could improve my presence as a partner. And notice where I tend to be reactive versus responsive, okay? And so some of you who have taken my return to her program or have worked with me privately know that I often talk about responding versus reacting when you're emotionally activated, okay? And I share different tools and strategies of how to do that. But the the point of the matter is, is that when, when you are emotionally activated, you can actually experience what's called your your body your emotions hijacking your brain, which means your prefrontal cortex is now not working in your favor. And our prefrontal cortex is a part of our brain that is our decision maker. Okay. It's often referred to as the CEO part of our brain and women, we have more development in the prefrontal cortex than men do. However, women are also, <laughs> tend to be very highly emotional creatures, right? And, and one myth I wanna demystify really quickly is men also are emotional too, don't get it twisted, okay? Because there's a lot of stigma and stereotypes out there circulating on the internet streets about men versus women and, and men have emotions too. The difference between men and women is women have just had more permission to express our emotions than men. Men have been conditioned in the culture that they have to just suck it up, toughen up and buck up. They're not allowed to have emotional range or expression like women. And so there's a lot of unlearning and and deconditioning that men have to do when it comes to their own emotional experiences. However, with women, the issue with women and our emotions is that we have because of this permission women have with their emotions. What I have noticed is some women actually weaponize their emotions and they use their emotions to manipulate. They use their emotions to stay stuck. They use their emotions as excuses. And so this is a tricky fine line for us women, because when, when you are emotionally activated, And your emotions have now hijacked that part of your brain, your prefrontal cortex, where your highest level cognitive functioning exists. This is where you have to be in some sort of practice with yourself where your level of self-awareness can come swoop in and not allow your emotions to run the show. And I believe this is why I have this approach in my work of mind, body, spirit, soul approach, because I believe self-awareness is beyond cognitive functioning. In fact, I believe self-awareness is more of a spiritual aspect of ourselves. Okay. And when, when you are in a consistent practice of being connected with God, being connected with Holy spirit, and on top of that, you are in a practice where you're practicing consciousness, you're practicing being conscious when you're emotionally activated you do have a small window of time where you can choose. You do have a small window of time where you can choose. You can choose your reactions or you can choose to respond. Now, this is the thing with co What I have found, it means you are just in an active, emotionally active state. But the danger of this is, is that you can start perpetuating a narrative that's not supportive to who it is you desire to be, do, and have. And if you swim there long enough, time can pass you by. In fact, last night I did a exclusive members only live stream inside of the Empowered Self community over on Facebook. It's my free Facebook group. And I talked about prophetic projections. The live stream is actually still up, the replay. It'll stay up until Friday. So if you want to go listen to it, you're more than welcome. If you're already a member, you've got access. If you're not, you can click to join. I'll put a link in the show notes, answer all three questions and your requests will get approved. And I dive deeper last night about this conversation about prophetic projections and what that means. And really being mindful of your language and what you speak when it comes to creating the life, love and legacy of your dream. So if you're interested in hearing more about that, then I recommend you go there. But when it comes to co rumination, I believe it's activated by emotions and it's perpetuated with emotions. And so the key is you want to have practices in place where you are elevating your self awareness to such a point where you, you know when you're emotionally activated, but your emotions are not hijacking your brain. Okay? Sometimes it happens, you guys. We're human. And the way that we're wired with our nervous system and our emotions and our brain and the way that science has revealed through discoveries over time, sometimes it stuff happens, right? Like you're not going to do this perfectly. But what my intention of sharing this with you is, is that it raises your level of awareness with this information so that in the future, when you notice you're emotionally activated, you'll remember this conversation and you'll catch yourself in the moment in a, in an act of co-rumination of rehearsing a story. And sometimes we can get so, have you ever been in one of those situations where you, you deepen that thing, right? Like you telling this story and you are the, the person did this and this happened. And then that happened and you just can't let it go. You just can't let it go. And you're venting, you're venting and you're venting. And you may have people in your life who, Co-sign. And that's the issue. And that's why it's called co rumination because you have an ear. Somebody's listening. Someone's co-signing. Someone's even going on to say like, girl, you know that you right. That's jacked up that they shouldn't be doing that. But instead, <laughs> what you need is a coach in your ear or somebody who has some sense to redirect you and guide you and ask you, is that really supportive to what it is that you desire to be doing half? That's the beauty of the type of work that I do. And that's the beauty of just being in spaces and places with people who are doing this work, because you are held to a higher level of accountability. You're not left to your own Vices. And when you slip, as we inevitably do, you're around people, whether if it's your coach, a community, or what have you, that will hold the mirror up in a loving kind way so that you can check thyself and correct thyself and get back onto your sacred path, being in alignment with what it is you said that you wanted to be, do, or have. Now, when it comes to co regulation, the beauty of this. Is it forms deeper bonds, deeper connection, deeper intimacy, even depending upon the type of relationship. And so this is such a beautiful process to be in with someone because you can actually deepen your bond with them. And I believe this is how I've been able to deepen my bond with the mister throughout the years and deepen the level of trust I have in him and us and What we share and what we have is because we have these moments where maybe I'm upset about something or he's upset about something. But as long as one of us is the calm person and able to stay regulated, we co-regulate together. We come up with a resolve and solution, work through it together. And ultimately, I feel so much more closer to him after that. I feel so much more connected. I feel more close. And it's a beautiful thing to experience. But the thing is, is again, you have to be aware of your own emotions in the moment. And so a lot of times as women, when we're upset and especially when you have a partner, it's easy to want to blame your partner or complain about your partner or to vent about your partner. But when you go down that lane, you're in co-rumination, my love. You are in co-rumination. And when you are going down that path, it's not going to lead to what you want. And so in the context of relationships, if you're desiring deeper intimacy, deeper connection with your partner, you want to find your way back to co-regulation because that is how you're going to experience deeper connection, deeper intimacy It's being one of you needs to be regulated for one. And for two, the person who's not regulated also needs to show up with your personal power and responsibility that you're going to manage thyself while processing these emotions and these energies and allowing it to move through you so it doesn't get stuck in you. That's why I love the process that Mr. and I do where we walk and talk. We will go out in nature. We will go for a walk and we will talk. And I'll keep it real with y'all. There's been some heated conversations on them trails, y'all. And sometimes I wonder when people are walking back, can they even tell? Because we're, you know, we're outside, um, we're in public. But one thing I love about it too, is there's a level of responsibility and accountability with that. Because I, when you're having hard chats, sometimes it, it could cause you to experience triggers if you had relationships in your past that were dysfunctional, toxic or unhealthy. And so when you're having an experience with someone you're with now currently, however, you're noticing emotions from past experiences are arising, I think if you practice something like the walk and talk, it would be helpful because you're putting yourself in an environment where you may not react the same way you may have in the past because you're around people and things like that. And so you know, just putting that out there, because I recently, Had a coaching client share how she has been able to stop sabotaging her relationship because she's practiced the tools that I teach and coached and and she's been implementing them and using them. And she's able to start building a really beautiful relationship where she feels safe. She feels seen. And it's a really beautiful thing when you start to put these things into practice and then you start to experience the. Beautiful results on the back end of it. And you start to realize like Coach Cass really do know what she's talking about. (laughs) I really do know what I'm talking about. okay. but but I digress. I'm just over here to my own horn being funny. But I wanted to have this conversation with you all because we're at the top of a new year. Happy New Year, by the way. Like, have I even said that yet? I think I've been here and said happy new year already. But anyway, we're at the top of a new calendar year and so many people are really, really feeling into the excitement of a fresh start. And there's so many goals that people want to experience. Maybe you want to create the lifestyle of your dreams. Maybe you want to create the relationship of your dreams. Maybe you want to go to the next level in your business or in your career. Maybe you want to change your habits so that you're experiencing more health and well-being and vitality and energy in your body. Maybe whatever it looks like for you. This is the time of the year where everybody is just all into like goal setting and really getting clarity on what it is that you're desiring to be doing, and have. And I thought it would be cool to have this conversation with you all, because at some point I call this motivational momentum starts to wear off, you know, where we're at the part of, and I talked about this last night inside of the prophetic projections live stream. So again, you can go there and, and hear that more deeply, but I talked about this concept of motivational momentum where that starts to wear off. The momentum starts to wear off. You start to forget about either why you were working towards something, or you don't forget you just kind of get back into your own patterns and you start recreating the previous year. And that's why people have years repeat themselves. And it's really a subconscious thing, but the importance of knowing this type of information, just simple, something as simple as the co rumination versus versus co regulation is to have information to know when you are starting to engage in behaviors and ways of being that is not supportive toward your goals. Okay. And it's really important to be able to remember that so that as you're going through different challenges or hurdles or obstacles, or maybe you fall down as we inevitably do when we're working towards what we want, you can pick yourself back up again and remember that it's okay. You can keep going, but that you don't have to stay stuck there. And the thing with co-rumination is it really is a process of stuckness. It will keep you stuck because you're literally rehearsing the same story over and over again. And guess what you're doing? You are reprogramming that narrative into yourself. Now, that's some deep stuff. So one thing I'm excited about what I'm going to be doing on Saturday, the 21st, is I am doing the inevitable vision workshop and this is for my amazing (laughs) women who desire to create the life, the love, and the legacy of your dreams in 2023 and beyond. And what I'm excited about this masterclass is I'm going to do some really powerful teachings inside of there about the process of creation. And I think these teachings are important because a lot of times when people are creating vision boards and goal setting at the beginning of the year, sometimes I've noticed that people are doing it from a misaligned place. And so my intention for this workshop is to share with you information that I believe is going to completely shift your mindset when it comes to creating what you desire to be, do or have in your life while also getting you into a place of alignment with your own vision so that you're going in the right direction. (laughs) So we're going to have some really powerful conversations. I have some teachings lined up that I'm going to share with you all that I believe is going to revolutionize the way that you see visions and goal setting forever. There are structured exercises and prompts that I'm going to facilitate. I'm also going to facilitate a guided meditation. And then, of course, we're going to create the digital vision boards after all of that. And so it's a really great opportunity to lean into the fresh newness of this new calendar year while also getting access to some powerful teachings, connect with some like minded people who are on similar paths and really just start to look at how can you up level as a woman? How can you up level as a woman emotionally, mentally, spiritually? That's what this workshop is all about. And so, if that sounds like something of interest to you, I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can join us. I'm really excited about this. I have some pretty cool things prepared to share with you all, and it's going to be a great time. But with that being said, I hope that you found this episode insightful and informative about the difference between co-rumination, co-regulation, why it's important to know what state you're in so that you are actually creating the experiences you desire to have in your life. You know, I've had some experiences over these last couple of years where people very close to me have passed and they didn't even make it to 40 years old. And in a week from tomorrow, I will be turning 40 years old. And now more than ever, I have really been thinking about life and really putting a lot more meaning into how I live my life because the people that passed more recently that were close to me, college friends, friends of years, we were friends and not making it to 40, it definitely put some perspective for me on the way that I'm showing up in my life. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you all, you know, I was thinking about, you know, I want to share with them about co rumination and co regulation because I know there have been times in my journey where I have allowed myself to swim in the co rumination for way too long, way too long, repetitiously repeating stories that were just not in alignment with who I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, and what I desire to have in my life. And it wasn't until I had got access to this type of information and really started saying, you know what, I'm going to practice this. I'm going to be a student first before I'm a teacher and a coach. I'm going to be a best student I can be. Where I started to realize the importance of this work because it really does take practice. It takes conscious effort. And I really hope that this episode has enlightened you to see that we always have a choice. We can always choose. We can choose our expansion or we can choose our excuses. But we always, always, always have a choice. And I hope that you choose your expansion in 2023 and beyond. Thank you for being here with me. I'm looking forward to chatting with you all next time. Take care now. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your review for the podcast. To learn more, go to www.CassandraAustin.com.